Good morning, all. It is Tuesday, Winter Storm Watch, uh, Winter Weather Advisory. Do we lose the warning? Do we not have that warning any longer? Oh, I don't know. I haven't looked at the weather today. Because uh, the, the weather he gave me here, because uh, last night we had the Winter Storm Warning come through, right? Right, yeah. So this has Winter Storm Watch and Winter Weather Advisory. So I don't know if the warning got dropped. Or what no, the deal we is. still have a winter okay. storm well, morning. That's for whatever reason. Well, I'll read that what... to you. It's in effect until 4 p.m. this afternoon until 9 a.m. on Wednesday. Okay, well, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if this is outdated, what the story is here. But nonetheless, weather, snow, rain, all of this to come making its way in the afternoon. Uh, we'll have a look at that first alert forecast here. In just a couple of moments, uh, Democrats, it's being noted, are beginning to turn a bit on Biden over classified document controversy as uh, more and more documents are found. Now, uh, the law enforcement folks are like, well, I guess we better check other places old Joe has been, like his beach home and, and some of these other places. And now one might think, why would... Why would uh, the then senator, then former vice president, that, that's when these documents were taken, put them in, in such random place? Or why would they look in places that uh, that Biden surely would not take the documents? And, well, you were dealing with a guy who, of course, had him in his garage sort of willy-nilly, um, like you may have a bunch of old DVDs or, or half-empty paint cans, uh, that sort of thing, Uh, and doesn't even remember how they got there. He doesn't remember who put them there. He doesn't even remember that they were there. It's a box that's out. You know, that's a weird thing. He clearly saw it. it. It was there, right there next to his Corvette. It's not like he was unaware that the box was there. You would think. It's. I wonder what's in that box. Here next to my fancy Corvette. Did he really not know? Did he forget? How did he get there? He, he doesn't know any of the the answers to these questions. And, and when you're dealing with somebody that is um, executing that, that uh, narrative, uh, then it makes you go, well, I suppose we better check just about anywhere this guy's been. What are you going to do, ask him? Now, Mr. President, focus, concentrate. Do you remember when you went to uh, the the beach house? Did you take any documents there? Huh? Huh? What? Okay, let's just go ahead and let's... uh, Now, Mr. President, we're going to search. Is that okay? So we don't have to get a warrant. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 go ahead. 
there continues to be the uh, but Trump, but Trump, but Trump. And and while a number of Democrats are beginning to acknowledge this is problematic, they still like to say, but Trump is worse and here's why. Uh, and in reality, frankly, there's not a lot of counter to that, factual countering to that, because Republicans aren't really they don't see this as, well, we need to defend Trump. Uh, so they just dismiss it. They ignore it, which isn't necessarily the wrong thing to do. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, that's Trump. Trump wants to defend himself. He, he, he can. I mean, he's not president. He's not running for pre- He's not the nominee. So the, I don't think the Republican Party bears any responsibility of defending him against those accusations at this point. Uh, and it's not needed because it's about Biden, what Biden did. But that being said, I do think that it is important because it can get lost to note the differences and similarities. And the the biggest, most glaring, dishonest presentation is, well, the difference is that Biden's cooperating. Mm, not really. It's a, it's a lot of theater of cooperation that's occurring here. Uh, and frankly, if you were Trump, would you cooperate with people? From an institution that spent your entire presidency lying about you, illegally leaking information about you, using taxpayer dollars to pay foreign spies to come up with concocted information that could be used to go to a FISA court and spy on you. I I don't know about you, but I'd be a little weary of cooperating with those folks. Even that being said, he still did anyhow, despite what they're claiming. Uh, FBI official who investigated Trump for Russian collusion. He's been arrested for Russian collusion. The typical liberal doing what it is that he, in this case, claims that Trump was doing. This is an affliction that vexes Democrats where the the offense, the sin, uh, the 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 law that is being broken by these individuals, they always claim that it is the opposition that's doing it, and this is no exception. Also, a Nix, a high school teacher, charged with seven accounts of inappropriate conduct with student I, for years. I have been been warning for years. The more that we have teachers. Engaging in conversations with students about exploring your fluidity, your sexuality. And I'm not talking about in health class, eighth grade, and then you got your gym teacher and you open up the book and talk about the reproductive organs and the sperm and the this and the that and the egg and then, you know, the, the having of the baby. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what has led to where we are today, where you have kindergarten teachers who feel that it is their their human right to talk to five- and six-year-olds about their sexuality. The, the constant drumbeat of don't let anyone judge you, by the way, wink, wink, we'll keep this from your parents. You don't have to worry about anybody finding out that it was going to lead to an increased number of relationships between teachers and students. And, and we're seeing it consistently. And this is yet another example right here in the area. I mean, it's not a coincidence that these things run parallel with one another. Jason Ryman now with the latest news update. A winter storm warning now in effect for most of the Ozarks, including the Springfield and Branson areas. That winter storm warning kicks in this afternoon and runs through tomorrow morning. 
It's for areas along and south of I-44. Everyone else is under a winter weather advisory. The National Weather Service says we could see up to 5 to 10 inches of snow, with some places getting up to a foot of snow. A high school teacher in Nixa is facing sex crime charges. 26-year-old Lena Stewart is charged with statutory rape, sexual contact, and sexual misconduct. Prosecutors say she had a relationship with a student dating back to October. The student claims he felt pressured to be involved in that relationship. The police chief in Buffalo has been placed on paid leave after an internal investigation. The city has not released any details. An interim chief has not been named. I'm Jason Rima. You're listening to Springfield's Talk 1041. First alert forecast, that winter storm warning. Rima mentioned four through tomorrow morning. The counties along south of 44, five to 10 inches of snow possible. I've seen, you know, some isolated areas may see as much as 12. You know, you get the wind blowing and so forth. Uh, everyone else, winter weather advisory. Rain possibly mixed with snow this afternoon. A high today of 42, then the snow. Uh, heavy at times overnight, down to 32. And, uh, you know, there, there is a wind chill factor of 22. But, again, it's that wind that can cause certain areas of, of uh, snow to drift, if you will, and, and get some of those higher, um, you know, well, you may get four to six inches that fall. Uh, you could measure a little bit more than that. Snow heavy at times Wednesday, a high of 33. The mostly cloudy 33 on Thursday, 45 on Friday. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. American Transmissions Talk Text Line 447-KSGF. A number of Democrats turning on Biden over classified document controversy. I think some of this is self-preservation. They realize at some point they sound ridiculous. I think there is also a level of frustration that they uh, are experiencing that there's never any really good answer. They keep saying the same thing over and over again, and they're not being given a defense. Their only defense is, well, Trump is bad. That's been their only defense. Trump is, re- Trump is worse. That has not made this go away. Saying that Trump is worse than Biden, regardless of, of the lack of any truth there, when it comes to this particular issue, does not make the discovery of new documents stop occurring. I mean, you know, and so at some point... And, there's almost a level, I think, of sympathy for Karine Jean-Pierre because she's being sent out there to look like an idiot. Either she is being lied to or she is knowingly lying or, you know, I, I, everyone knows this. I mean, th- this isn't at this point a secret. She is almost uh, serving the purpose that Susan Rice served during the Obama administration, where she was sent out to lie about Benghazi. Uh, clearly, two completely separate sorts of scenarios, other than what you have is a White House spokesperson that has been sent out to tell lies uh, that would turn out to be indisputable. I mean, everyone knows that they're lies. Susan Rice was sent out to claim that the the attack on Benghazi was this totally random thing uh, because some people in the Middle East were upset about a YouTube video. 
and that was so clearly untrue. Uh, it it was clear that the uh, Obama administration knew that it was untrue. This is when Hillary Clinton, you know, yelled, "What difference does it make?" Why it was that these Americans were left behind and killed, and and I think, to her credit, that it was her genuine position. It didn't make any difference to her, but to most Americans, it did. Um, and Corinne Jean-Pierre is is being sent out in the same manner. It is interesting that the Democrat administration seemed to send out women of color uh, to make fools of themselves, to tell, to provide information that even their allies in the media can't avoid recognizing or lies. Why it is that they continue to uh, uh, put women of color in that position? I think is an interesting um, subject matter that people could discuss at some time, but who am I to say? You've got Chuck Schumer, the um, Senate Majority Leader, drip, drip of new documents problematic for Biden and becoming slightly more than an annoyance for Democrats. Uh, actually, that was uh, Christopher Hahn. Of uh, he's the um, attorney and uh, aide to Chuck Schumer, rather Senator Dick Durbin, Illinois, number two Democrat in the Senate, admitted Biden had, uh, of course, conceded the political high ground regarding the classified documents. Saying, let's be honest about it, when the information is found, it diminishes the stature of any person who is in possession of it because it's not supposed to happen. Uh, of course, there, let's not get too excited here, as you can imagine. Uh, what Democrats aren't doing is treating this the same way that they uh, treated the revelations of Trump documents, where uh, they were retweeting uh, opinions that this was tantamount to treason. And, of course, the punishment for treason is the death penalty. And so, clearly, Donald Trump deserves not only to be arrested— taken to prison, but potentially the death penalty, because he was putting lives in danger, perhaps, and the nuclear codes, and we're hearing all this. And and at this point, the furthest that these Democrats will go is, well, it makes it difficult uh, to take the high ground on these particular issues. Most of their frustration is from a political context. There's uh, Fox News has a story. MSNBC host frustrated with Biden aid for dodging on document scandal. Quote, ask the same question 34 times. You got Mika Brzezinski, Joe Scarborough appeared frustrated while pressing Ian Sam, spokesperson for the White House counsel's office, about Biden's document scandal as he repeatedly dodged their questions. Sam said multiple times the White House would be, quote, following the DOJ's lead and emphasized a contrast between Biden and the documents discovered at Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home. By the way, if you ever find yourself the subject of focus for some potential illegal activities, evidently your defense should be pointing at somebody else and saying, well, they did it too. That is the... That's the the uh, level of of intellect that is coming from the White House at this point. Well, he did it. Brzezinski said, "Okay, so I mean, it didn't answer my question really, but I agree it's been handled completely different. There's a complete contrast to the Mar-a-Lago documents. Put that aside for a second. How could this happen?" 
And do you agree having classified documents outside of where they should be is a serious issue? Sam repeated that Biden was taking it very seriously and added that the Department of Justice would be tasked with finding all the facts, putting it all together, understanding exactly what happened. Like, this is some big mystery. Well, we just don't know what happened. I, I mean, we, we've got to figure this out. Um, Biden illegally took documents that were classified and top secret. That's what happened. I'm telling you that the Biden, let me tell you what the Biden position, the Biden White House position is going to be. That it's going to be similar to the city council in Springfield and, and, and Jan Fisk. And the violation of the ethics standards. It, it, it's not a, um, an issue of the person. But it's a system issue, see? It's a flaw in the system. That we've got to fix a flaw in the system. If I'm the Biden administration, if I'm Biden folk, and I'm trying to walk my way out of this, in the end, that's exactly the way that I would present it. And my gosh, I would take the lead on it. Just like John McCain took the lead on campaign finance reform when he got caught up in campaign finance scandals. Or Bill Clinton took up the the lead on uh, women's issues uh, after you know he got accused of everything from sexual harassment to to rape, and so Biden illegally taking classified documents. Well, well, we need to really fix the system here. I mean, it, it, these are the things that are unacceptable, but unfortunately, because of, of the way that the system's set up, it just makes it too easy for these things to accidentally happen. I mean, I'm not the first one who's done it. Every every president's done this to some degree. It's it's an accident, and, and, and this is because we need new rules in place. And I'm going to appoint a commission. I'm going to have a commission made up of the best and the brightest, so that we can figure out how it is to make sure these things don't happen again. Look at me, how wonderful I am. Oh, and then Biden can be praised. Just another difference between him and Trump. Biden, Biden identified the problem, and he helped fix it. Back to the frustration that MSNBC folks had while trying to get some answers out of a Biden administration official. Sam said that uh, they were being respectful of the DOJ investigation. Scarborough pressed further, wonder why the DOJ, quote, needs to tell the president why the president has classified documents in his home. Later in the back and forth, Brzezinski continued to ask how something like this could happen and noted there was no answers being provided. After the interview, the host discussed the contentious or the continuous dodging of questions. Brzezinski said that she was confused. Quote, Mika asked the same question 34 times. How do they know? They'll let us know. I got to say, though, I got to say, and people may not like it watching the show if they hate Joe Biden, me saying this, but it's the truth. That's how you do it right there. If you're a spokesperson, that's how you do it. You say we don't have all the information. We're going to let the Justice Department get all the information. There are things that, like, are you kidding me? The DOJ has to give the information instead of Joe Biden, uh, Scarborough said. Politico's Jonathan Lemire said it was something the White House was struggling with right now. Scarborough added that at some point the White House has to say no more documents out there. 
And what I think is hilarious about this is the state of confusion that you have some of these people on the left expressing over their uh, their back and forth with these people, in this case, a White House uh, spokesperson for the White House Counsel's Office, Ian Sams, and, and of course, the stonewalling. And then afterwards, like, I, I just still don't understand. They're not giving us any. Well, what, do you, what about this do you not understand? They're being evasive. They're being dishonest. They're lying. This is not that difficult to understand. This is only difficult to understand. If your approach is to, as a media outlet, provide an explanation to the people, to your viewers, as to why it is that Biden is innocent and did nothing wrong. If that is your goal, and you invite people on from the Biden administration to help you do that, all right, because that's what they're supposed to do. You want to clear Biden. You want to convince your viewers that he's done nothing wrong. Give them the ammunition to get out there on social media and defend the Biden administration. And so you invite somebody from the administration on. And so you're like, okay, so uh, what's going on here? And, and they're supposed to do just that. They're supposed to explain why it is that this new information came about and why it's okay and it's not the way that it seems. And they're not doing that. And so it's very confusing to the people in the media whose expectations are that the Biden administration is going to give them something to excuse this away, but it's not happening. And it's because they painted themselves into somewhat of a corner. At some point, you can't lie yourself out of a labyrinth of lies. it, It does get eventually in some instances, to that point. And that's where it is with the Biden administration. Springfield's Talk 1041. i I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. We have a Heroes Breakfast on Friday. That's right. If you are a veteran, uh, come by and make sure you get your free breakfast at Scrambler 689A. That is sponsored by Serenity Honors, Air Services, Heating, Cooling, Electrical, Plumbing, uh, Plumbing, Electrical, Air Services, Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, and Electrical. There, I got it in the right order. Uh, also Delta Roofing. So those uh, three sponsors and Scramblers buying breakfast for veterans on Friday. Uh, I believe Don Carricker is uh, slated to be out there with us as well. He, too, is a veteran, for those of you that don't know, and a former educator. And it's uh, that combined with his vast knowledge and, frankly, geekiness when it comes to everything that's going on, when it comes to the housing market and the interest rates and, and home loans and so forth. And I say geekiness in the sense that, that this is an area of, of expertise. He's always in it. He's in the mix of it. And that's one of the reasons that he, along with Alex and Anthony Carricker are the premier folks for you to utilize here in the area. So any home loan needs that you have, any questions you may have, you don't have to, you know, uh, high quote, hire them in order to get your questions answered. In fact, I always recommend that you come out on uh, on the Fridays that uh, uh, we have um, 
well, our Friday Road Show and and many of those times Don characters out there with uh, with Anthony or and or Alex, mostly Anthony it seems as of late, and and ask them whatever questions that you may have. They're not going to require you to sign up for anything. They're not going to require that if you go through the process that you have to use them. They'll provide you the information that you need to make those decisions. I want a great home loan dot com because you do. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. First alert forecast sponsored by Navant. Employee benefits that work. Winter storm warning this afternoon through tomorrow morning. Counties along and south of 44. Five to ten inches of snow possible. Everyone else under a winter weather advisory. So today, this afternoon, rain making its way in, possibly mixed with snow, high of 42, and then those temperatures dropping to around 32 into the overnight hours with snow heavy at times. Tomorrow, snow heavy at times, high of 33. And then Thursday, mostly cloudy, 33 again. Warmer on Friday, high of 45, sunshine. Saturday, partly sunny, a high of 48. So anything that does fall, it's not expected to stick around for too awful long. Uh, Sarah Westwood has a piece in the Washington Examiner. I want to share some of it with you. And it is laying out some of the facts regarding Trump versus Biden on this. And we continue to hear defenders of Biden say that, well, Biden's different. What he's doing is different because he's cooperating. Now, incidentally, this is, let's say, you have two people that are accused of murder. And one of the individuals is, quote, more cooperative with law enforcement. You see this sometimes, in fact. you ever? I, I watch a lot of these uh, uh, Dateline shows, and there's a hundred different variations. Murder in the Heartland, and you've got, you know, all Friday night, what's the one? It's all about high school football and murders connected. I mean, there's a, there's, for every uh, relatively high profile uh, murder that has occurred, there's eight different uh, uh, documentary crime shows uh, that give their version of the story. And oftentimes when they're talking to the investigators uh, and you, you don't necessarily know who the murderer is, you know, you, you sort of suspect and you're trying to guess. And the docu, these, these docu shows that do a really good job, in my opinion, are the ones that at the end of every break have you believing something different. You know, like after the first segment, like, well, clearly it's the boyfriend. And then after the second segment, you're like, well, uh, actually, now I don't think it is. You know, they just do a real good job of 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 laying things out to get you to shift from one thought to another on it before the big final reveal in the end when the person either confesses or they're found guilty. But oftentimes what occurs is you will have uh, the law enforcement talk about, well, we brought the boyfriend in and, and I would describe him as pretty cooperative. You've seen this, right? Yeah, he's pretty cooperative, uh, seemed, you know, answered all of our questions, uh, uh, wasn't evasive at all. Now, when that occurs, if you've ever noticed, that does not result in that individual being absolved of the murder. In other words, well, whether he did it or not, he's cooperating, so that means it's okay, right? Oftentimes... Those who cooperate do it because they want to appear as if they've done nothing wrong. 
Now, that's not always the case. It just depends on the person. But this is the presentation that's being given by Democrats when it comes to Joe Biden. Well, he's cooperating. So what? That's not how it works. If you get caught committing a crime and you cooperate, that does not mean that you are then absolved of committing that crime. If you get caught embezzling and they come and they're, you're like, yeah, go ahead. You can search. Hey, I'm not going to get in your way. Uh, whatever you need, let me know. They're like, oh, okay. Well, you know what? Since you've been so cooperative here, what you've done actually isn't that bad. After all, thanks for being cooperative. Uh, don't worry about it. We'll leave you alone now. That's what, though, we are supposed to do when it comes to Biden. On the other side... Because it is conceptually easy to understand, uh, the, if you want to say pro-Trump side, uh, points out, well, Trump was president. He had the power to classify. Biden did not. And Biden took documents from when he was in the Senate, which clearly he was not supposed to do. But there's so much that gets lost. And so I wanted to read some of this from Sarah Westwood in the Washington Examiner. Biden's document saga, largely the same as Trump's with one key difference. I'm going to read all of it to you, but some of it because it is significant. Part of the way through, she writes, Biden has spoken far more carefully about the investigation in public. Aside from reading scripted remarks that shed little light on the situation, he has so far made only one candid quip. He confirmed that he stored some classified documents in a box near his prized Corvette. Trump, on the other hand, has directed withering criticism at the Department of Justice and claimed to be the victim of a targeted attack. Trump wrote on Truth Social days after the FBI raided his home, they could have had at any time they wanted, referring to the classified materials agents took from Mar-a-Lago. All they had to do was ask, he, he said, printed typed. Trump's lawyers have also deployed a different and more aggressive defensive strategy when facing a similar Justice Department investigation. His attorneys have argued that the material that they did not voluntarily share with the Biden administration on the two separate occasions they handed over documents before the raid were declassified by Trump before he left office. Now, this is important to understand because this is where they claim Trump is obstructing. Trump was making an argument that is for the courts to decide. The documents that he did not turn over were because he said these were not these aren't classified documents. I know this because I'm the guy who can declassify them and I declassified them. Now the argument that though I don't know that it holds much legal ground, but that Democrats are making is no he didn't. So that that's essentially their their pushback on that. She continues, noting that contrary to the widespread perception of Trump as having stonewalled investigators, the former president's team worked with Justice Department officials for months before the FBI raided his home. Trump's reps worked first with the National Archives to satisfy their agency's request for documents that archivists believe Trump needed to return to the government. That process began in May of 2021, four months after Trump left office and continued until Trump's team told the National Archives in December of 2021 it had prepared at least a dozen boxes of records at Mar-a-Lago that the agency could come and retrieve. When National Archive officials found classified documents among what ended up being the 15 boxes they received voluntarily from Mar-a-Lago, the agency immediately ran to the Justice Department. See, this was the opportunity. 
What followed was a back and forth between the Department of Justice and Trump's lawyers over whether the FBI should get access to the boxes that culminated in Biden's White House intervening directly to grant the FBI access to the records in April. So the Biden administration immediately, they're like, yep, let's do this. By May 11th, Trump's lawyers had received a grand jury subpoena demanding him to return any classified documents that may remain at Mar-a-Lago. Trump's lawyers responded quickly and in less than a month invited FBI and Justice Department officials to meet him at Mar-a-Lago where Trump's reps personally handed over 38 additional classified documents they had found according to court documents. Now, when you listen to the facts of how this play out, it is exactly why it is that Democrats... Forgive Biden. Well, the only reason that that the, the, the Justice Department or the FBI even have these documents, at least in the beginning, this was before they began discovering them themselves, they would say, well, it's because Biden's attorneys turned the documents over. That's the exact same thing that occurred with Trump. These documents that were in the possession of the archives or whomever else had them for one reason, and that's because Trump's people turned them over. This is the big defense for Biden. Trump's legal team also showed the FBI agents and Justice Department official the storage room where Trump's remaining presidential documents were kept. That occurred in June. Of 2022. So by the time FBI agents raided the storage room in August, Trump's team had extensive conversations with the Justice Department, extensive conversations with the FBI, and had responded in person to the grand jury subpoena for documents. Biden's lawyers similarly worked with the FBI and Justice Department before FBI agents searched the president's Wilmington home on Friday. Biden's lead personal attorney, Bob Bauer, has said the president's legal team remained in regular contact with the Justice Department from the time law enforcement officials said they had opened an investigation of why classified documents surfaced in Biden's private office. The FBI investigation began November 9, one week after Biden's personal lawyers told the National Archives they had found classified records in the Washington, D.C. private office. Biden's lawyers also proactively told the Justice Department on December 20th that they had discovered even more classified documents in the garage. As we all know now, the FBI traveled to Delaware and took custody of the documents at that time. January 11th, Biden's attorneys told the Justice Department they found another page of classified materials, so forth, so forth. Uh, Biden's attorneys called the Justice Department to say they found on January 12th a third set of classified documents in Wilmington. FBI agents then searched the Wilmington home for more than 12 hours this past Friday, January 20th, and found a fourth batch of classified records. So in other words, the Biden people did not turn over all the classified documents. So much for cooperation. By the time the search occurred, Biden's attorneys had also worked extensively with the Justice Department. Both FBI searches occurred after lawyers for both Trump and Biden acknowledged to the Justice Department the more classified docs remained in their respective private residence after initial sweeps. In other words, the same scenario. Now, when I'm talking about the same scenario, I'm not talking about samesies in the sense that they both held the same position and they both took documents uh, as former presidents. That's much, much different. But the cooperation 
The cooperation is the same. Now, I'm not going to go through the rest of this. You can read it yourself if you'd like. We'll get it posted at ksgf.com under uh, must read. But what you'll notice, the, the difference in action, the difference in activity, isn't Trump versus Biden in terms of cooperation. It is the Biden administration, the Department of Justice, and the FBI, and their treatment of Trump versus Biden. While Biden was constantly allowed to call the shots, oh, don't worry, we'll search here. Don't worry, we'll take care of it there. Trump also cooperated, but they still went and carried out a raid anyhow. Despite the fact that that the, the, the dealings with the Biden people and the Trump people were the same. Now, of course, the reason that they did the raid, and I, I've said this from the beginning, well before Biden situation popped up, the whole point of this was to create uh, to, to create a situation of conflict with Trump in which they could have some sort of high-profile raid where they could you know go into the home where they could have the, the police lights and, and the cars out front and, and you know have that scene play out. And I believe what the reason this this drew out as long as it did is because Trump cooperated as long as he did, and they did not expect that. I think because Trump is stubborn and Trump is a fighter, they expected from the very get-go that he would not cooperate and and they would be able to then have the headlines of uh, Trump obstructing justice. But instead, he said, come on in, whatever you need. We'll send the boxes over for you. You want to come check them out? Here's where I keep everything. Go through everything. And it spoiled their plans. And so then they had to come up with this excuse that, well, we don't believe that he's actually turned everything over, that he should. We think he may be hiding things in Melania's closet. We think he may be hiding things in the desk. And so we need to do an early morning raid. And the Biden administration, through Merrick Garland, did just that. That's, that is the difference. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 104.1. Now, some of what I was going through earlier, it's, it is a bit in the weeds. Um, and the easy go-to uh Identifying the difference between Trump and Biden is that Trump had the authority to declassify. Biden did not. And and I'm not saying that's, you know, that's wrong by any stretch of the imagination, but it's it's uh, conceptually it's much easier and digestible than some of what I was going through before. And and, and that's important uh, in messaging. Um, what has further complicated the defense of Biden is that some of this stuff was when he was a senator. And this is where you have a lot of members of Congress that are coming out and they're like, even Democrats, they're noting how how uh, stringent the security is when it comes to these documents and, and 
You know, this is why Sandy Berger had to sneak them out. For those of you that don't recall, there was a, a Clinton administration official, and there was, uh, I think he was getting ready to testify regarding something, and he had gone into one of these rooms and tried to sneak the documents out in his socks. But he's a Democrat, so he got a slap on the wrist. No big deal. Certainly didn't have his home raided. And you, you you may have heard the term skiff being used a lot. Well, we go into a skiff. Now, while you and I are not accustomed to hearing this terminology in D.C., particularly amongst the, the those uh, on Capitol Hill, this is very common verbiage to be used. And, and it, it's essentially a spy-proof vault that documents are kept in. The skiff, it, it's stands for Sensitive Compartmented Information Facilities. That's S-C-I-F. That's what it stands for. And they're very high tech. It's the, you know, uh, Mission Impossible. When they they uh, break into, I believe it's the Pentagon, maybe the first Mission Impossible, and the, the scene that would become uh, synonymous with the spy and, and, and Mission Impossible where... Uh, Tom Cruise is being lowered down, and there are the lasers, and then he sweats, and and it drops, and he catches his sweat bead because if it hits the floor, it's good. That that's what these rooms are. The information that is in them, uh, you you can't ha- you know it's it's so protected. Whether the protection is warranted or not, but it is so protected that these these folks aren't allowed to lead with the info. That's the only place they can go. It they can't take electronic devices with them in there. Uh, and and that's what a number of these elected officials, even Democrats, are noting on you know on the news that Biden as a senator somehow got evidently some of these documents that were in these skiff facilities. Now that how he got those out, if it, I don't know that I've seen. It specifically noted that they know that is where these documents came from. I suspect it is inferred. Because if you have even Democrat elected officials noting that, yeah, when I go into a skiff, I got to leave my phone behind. I got to, you know, so this is pretty serious stuff. It it must just be assumed or known that, yes, that's where these documents came from because of the markings on them uh, that, you know, that that uh, that that these would have been in a skiff unit. Uh, so, So how did he get them out if that's the case? Did he stuff them in his socks like Sandy Berger did? Why did why did he want them so badly if that were the case that he stole those from a skiff facility uh, in some circles? I, I, I think that they see this as, as perhaps the most problematic aspect, not what he took as vice president or former vice president, but what it was as a U.S. senator who some of these senators are on committees that have access to the same high level classified, even top secret information, why it is that you would take that and then be hiding it around, you know, or not hiding it, whatever way you want to look at it. Uh, Arguably, he's been very sloppy about it. But, you know, the thing about dealing with somebody who's got the mental issues that Biden has. Sometimes it's difficult to figure out what motivation is there, if there is even uh, any deliberate motivation. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed.
You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Garage experts, number one brand nationwide in the garage improvement space. Now, that does say something, but I'd like to think my personal recommendation means a little bit more. And you hear number one brand nationwide garage improvement space. Well, who makes that decision? Well, you know, you, obviously there is credibility to that, but I'm just telling you as a person who had garage experts come do an evaluation, overhaul my garage, make it essentially a living space in my home. And by that, so people aren't confused what that means. I was having a conversation with someone last week and and I realized there may be some confusion. I, you know, I don't mean a living space. Like all of a sudden it's a living room uh, that you have, but it is no longer just a dusty, addition to your home that you keep boxes in, classified documents in, your car in, oil gets spilled, it's stained, and you don't think much of it. It is a room that is just as impressive as every other room that has just as much care and attention uh, as every other room when it comes to the setup, when it comes to the care uh, of those doing that, and that's Garage Experts, the the highest level quality of of, uh, process of the people doing the the uh, installation, and the product itself. It's not the sort of thing that you're going to be able to buy in a big box store, this level of quality of epoxy flooring, and then the customized storage as well. So garage experts, find out what they can do for you. Just visit Nick's Endorsements. You can see them there at ksgf.com. Former agent Charles McConagall, who headed up counterintelligence for the FBI's New York field office during the Trump-Russian saga, uh, place under arrest for allegedly taking payments from Russian oligarchs. So, one of the individuals, this is typical liberalism, who tried to set up Trump, falsely accusing him of colluding with the Russians, of being on the hook for the Russians, has been arrested for doing that himself. Sadly, not shocking. News in 60 seconds. 